We have few good mornings in this house. Those idyllic breakfasts where a smiling family sits around a table listening to cereal going snap, crackle and pop surely only exist in marketing land. Our kitchen table looks less like the focal point for quality time and more like a municipal dump. This morning started particularly badly. Toddler Jack got up in the night, came to my bed, and subtly willed me to wake up by shouting in my ear. My pelvic floor already hangs as raggedy as a Union Jack flag outside a derelict pub, but on this occasion, it failed me entirely. So I spent the early hours trying to wrestle a king-size memory foam topper onto the washing line. Consequently, I am beyond tired, and it's only the first day of a new school year. Still, Jack seems fine now, merrily smearing Weetabix on his groin, his dark eyes twinkling from beneath a wispy brown fringe that I keep on forgetting to cut. Okay, I have nine minutes before we have to get out. Provided no one needs an ill-timed dump, there's a chance we might make it. What do you want in your sandwiches? Eric, who discovered a copy of Mice and Men over the holidays and now pretends to be Lenny just to wind me up, has appeared. I'm gonna live off the fat of the land, I suggest. Pate? Is it smooth? I sure do love smooth things. And I sure would love to be George from the book and put him out of my misery. Hey, lady, he says. Save the performance, Eric, we're in a rush. I check the best before on some salami. No, that's out of date. No, really, lady, he says. Please, dude, just a minute, okay? I haven't slept and I have a headache. But today is going to be difficult enough without you giving it the amateur dramatics. Cheese is looking a bit suspect too. But mom, in his frustration, the American accent is temporarily replaced by his standard mild broomy one. I slam the fridge door. What? What is it? What is so bloody important that it cannot possibly wait one moment? He doesn't so much as flinch, just gestures to the patio doors. Why is your bed outside in the rain? My mattress topper is starting to speckle and darken. It hadn't been raining seconds ago. Oh, bollocks, I say. Bollocks, parrots Jack. No, don't you say bollocks, I say. But you said bollocks, Eric helpfully points out. And don't you say bollocks either, Eric. You're not a teenager yet, you're too young to swear. You said bollocks again, says Eric. I know I said bollocks, but that was in the heat of the moment. That doesn't mean you should say it. And what if I said it in the heat of the moment? Did you? Yes. Bollocks, Jack shouts again, hitting the tray of his high chair. You're right, Jack, that is bollocks. Leanne walks in, her mop of kinky bleached curls still wet from the shower, her coal-lined arm and eyes narrowed. The no swearing effort's going well then. I toss 20 pence into the already too full swear jar six minutes before we need to leave. Don't suppose you can rescue that, can you? I ask Leanne, pointing at the mattress. Nothing would give me greater pleasure than to wring out a six-foot sodden sponge, said nobody ever. But 
since it's your birthday. She produces an envelope from the patch pocket of her dress. Oh, yes, it's my 39th birthday.